it's so easy when we talk about marketing to create irresistible offers, and it seems like everyone wants to have an irresistible offer, but there's actually some tricks and some secrets to creating an offer that can make or break whether or not it converts. I'm going to tell you all about that on this episode. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hosler, and thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and really focus on what you can do to turn your podcast into a revenue generating machine. That's the goal. In case you haven't met me, I have a company called Team Podcasting. We're a full service podcast production company. We also have a focus, a unique focus on marketing and monetization because I've seen way too many podcasters come into this space, attempt to get some revenue from a podcast and fail miserably and walk away having invested a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money, and they get nothing. They get a zero ROI on it. And I am looking to change that. So this is my stake in the ground, giving you permission to sell on your podcast and hoping that I can give you all the tips and tricks and strategies that will make everything that you're doing on your podcast ROI generating. So we want some return on your investment of time and effort and the sacrifices you're making. I know putting out a podcast is not easy. And believe me, we I know because we do it for over 52 podcasts right now. And we put out about 350 episodes each and every month. And I don't want you to be stuck in free content creation mode. I've been able to make over a million dollars from podcasting, and you probably would love to do that too. And I'm going to be showing you all the things that I know to get you to that point. So today I wanted to talk to you about one of the most foundational principles about creating an offer. One of the buzzwords or bylines that people always have with uh, marketing is like, oh, you want to create irresistible offers. And I say that all the time. And irresistible offer and trying to get people to get their attention, stop what they're doing, pay attention to your offer. It's got to be irresistible. It's got to be hugely valuable. It's got to be virtually a no-brainer. But I want to tell you about this one little methodology that will make your offers that much more compelling. Now, if you ever have gone through the episode I did about the deep dive into your avatar, one of the things that was unique about that specific method of going through and identifying your avatar was that we looked at what state and what where your avatar currently was in their journey to doing whatever it is you're trying to help them with. So whether you're trying to help people with a weight loss journey or a better relationship journey, or you're trying to help them uh, raise their kids in a way that is, uh, you know, less stressful parenting or whatever it is you do for people through your podcast. And remember, we sum that up with who you serve and how you serve them by looking at where they are in their journey and what it's going to take to move that next big domino for them. 
And then once they move that next big domino, what does that clear the path for? And what's that next logical place where they're going to be needing help? And what can you do to provide something to help them there? One of the things that we talk about is in that avatar deep dive is what limiting beliefs that your ideal customer has. We also talk about what are your competitors currently to getting a conversion from your ideal listener. And it could be that you're having to compete with their own set of internal beliefs that are off base. It could be that there's actually a physical, like a tangible force in the market that you're having to deal with. It just, it could be all kinds of things. But one of the things that is going to help you understand what it's going to take to move your avatar and your ideal customer to taking action and clicking by it now is understanding their mindset and where they're coming into the picture with you and where they're entering your ecosystem. What I want you to understand about creating offers, there's always the tendency, especially sometimes whenever we are describing what we do, is we tend to talk about what we're doing for people as an improvement. I hear people all the time, I want to help people have better relationships. I want to help people uh, manage their money better. I want to help people stay, get healthier. Every one of those things that I just mentioned has this one thing in common, and that is that they are an improvement offer. It is very hard to sell an improvement offer. And the reason is because most people don't want to be just a little bit better than where they are especially for a certain amount of time and money they have to invest in it, they're not looking for improvement. Like, you know, if I told you, if I was a a running coach and I told you that I'm going to help you shave 30 seconds off of your time for whatever distance you're running, that might not be very valuable. But if I positioned it so that I'm going to teach you how to use running as a form of self-care and meditation then I've completely transformed your relationship with running. And by the time you're done with whatever I'm offering you, you're going to be looking at running in a completely different way. And you're going to be using it as a different tool in your life to get to that next place. Now, the difference in I'm going to help you improve your time by 30 seconds and I'm going to teach you how to transform your relationship with running and make it a tool for meditation and self-care, the difference in those is the difference between an improvement offer and a transformation offer. Part of the reason an improvement offer is so difficult to sell, and it's kind of our first default whenever we start creating offers, very frequently when I look at offers that my clients and people that I work with are trying to put out there, it is a improvement offer. And it's almost like in a lot of ways, we're afraid to go out and reach or over-promise for transformation. But if you don't figure out a way that you're going to transform someone's life, then what will happen is they're content enough where they are because that improvement is not compelling enough to make them take action. I'll give you a perfect example, and I don't know why. It's been a long time since I've run for a hobby or as a sport or whatever, and so I don't know why that's on my brain this morning. Uh, Maybe the universe is trying to tell me something, if only my knees would comply, right? But one of the most transformational marketing pitches that you've probably seen, if you've been on social media at all, 
is something called Couch to 5K. And again, I don't know why I'm in running mode this morning, but Couch to 5K is a program that offered transformation and it offered a pathway and accountability to transformation. Like they have a plan to take you from sedentary lifestyle where you're spending most of your time on the couch to where not just you're running once a week or you're running three times a week or whatever, but you're signing up for a 5K and you're ready to run. You're ready to get out there and compete and you're ready to leave the couch behind and begin embracing running as a whatever you need in your life, whether it's a form of exercise or whether it's a form of self-care, whether it's a form of uh, getting out and clearing your head to stimulate your creativity. That is a complete transformation offer, couch to 5K. There are probably others that you can think about as you look back on what your marketing messages you're exposed to and what you're running into. But there are people that will offer transformational offers and they get so much better conversions on these offers than if they just offer an improvement. In one of my masterminds that I'm a part of every single week, we have weekly meetings and stuff. Um, there is a lady in there that has just really done, created an amazing business within really right about the year mark, because I think it was last August that they they initially launched the funnel. And she's a lady who loves to cook, but actually not cook. She actually loves to bake. She loves to bake cookies, but she likes to go even further and decorate them in a way that is sort of like Pinterest worthy. You know, we all, those of us really average bakers have all the Pinterest fails, (laughs) you know, that we've tried. But this lady, young lady, she's probably in her 30s. She loved doing her cook decorative cookie making. And she wanted to initially start showing other women how to do cookies in this fashion. And her goal was to make $10,000 a month. She said that would be transformational for her. Like her end result would transform her family if she made an extra $10,000 a month. Her husband's an accountant. And so what happened is they launched and, and they launched her courses to show moms how to make decorative cookies during the middle of a pandemic when we're all overeating and everything else, right? But what she did is she put an angle on those cookies as a method of self-care and a way for you to, to create something with your children if you need to, for your children and your family if you need to, for people that you care about. And it's therapeutic in a way that is right there in your kitchen where many, many women feel very at home and they feel like the food they create nurtures their family. And many times kitchens are where some of the best family memories come. And she's basically putting out a cookie camp course, teaching moms and women how to do decorative cookie making as a form of self-care. Now, if she just put out a course and said, I'm going to teach you how to make better cookies than you can buy in the deli bakery at your grocery store. That's not really compelling. But what she did is she offered the cookie making as a way to transform their self-care, as a way to transform their relationship with their children, because now they're creating and they're making things together. 
And not just that, but she pitched it in such a way as these cookies can actually bring delight and bring joy to the people in your family. They can become a very special gift that you give to other people or a thing that you do for other people because you've put your time and your effort and your creativity into it. It's an activity that you can do with your children. She pitched it in a completely different way. Now, she's not a professional pastry chef or anything like that, but she's really, really good. And she got really good, but because it was her own internal spark with cookie making and her own bond with making these decorative cookies that allowed her to sort of figure out what it did for her and how it transformed her life. And then she was able to transform other people's lives. Now, I believe her price point for her offer, her main course, is around, I think it's between $27 and $47. And it's been, you know, they've, they've done a lot of testing with it. I can remember her sharing in the Mastermind in December of last year how they had basically had, by August and September, they were ready to throw in the towel on their cookie funnel that they had built for these courses, this cookie camp that she was putting on. But they tweaking and they iterating, they kept optimizing, they kept doing things to try to improve it. And by December of this past year, she had a record month and she sold over $200,000 worth of courses. Remember, this is a lady who wanted to make $10,000 a month in steady income to contribute to her household. Her offer exploded because nobody else is talking about baking cookies for self-care. Nobody else is talking about using your average Joe baking skills to create something that's completely Pinterest worthy that will make you the envy of every other classroom mom that's going to the bakery and picking up cupcakes or whatever to bring to a birthday party for your child's school whenever you begin making and delighting other people by giving out this thing that you've invested your time and your creativity into. And since then, even in, in after the first of the year, she began having well over $200,000 months every single month. She ended up before the year, you know, before a year was out, they hit a million dollars, bringing in a million dollars with that cookie funnel. And I want to show you by giving you this illustration how something as simple and mundane as baking cookies, it's not a necessity in life. It is a luxury item, but it's well-priced and she has a well-thought-out offer and she has a compelling offer because she's basically taking people that don't even know how to bake. Maybe they don't even have a knack for creativity and art, but she shows them her techniques and her tricks so that anyone that's willing to learn can make something that's Pinterest worthy and feel so good about it. And by the time you, you know, roll the dough and knead the dough and do all these things that you do to make the cookies and, and be creative and do the different types of icings and things like that, you have just really bathed yourself in a period of self-care that you don't even have to apologize for because no family is going to be upset that mom took a lot of time for self-care today and baked a bunch of cookies and they're beautiful and no, now we get to eat them after dinner tonight. Do you see what I'm saying? So she, I mean, that's a, that's a very, very basic example of how an offer can be focused on transformation rather than improvement. 
every time you find yourself focusing on improvement, you're automatically setting up your your offer to be lower converting. It's like you're getting in your own way. So what you want to do is you want to figure out how what you do for other people can transform their lives. If your offer can take them from never having written or published anything before to being a published author within six months or 90 days or whatever the time frame is, that's transformation. My offer is I can take somebody who's stuck in free content creation mode, putting out a podcast that they're not getting any revenue from. And within 90 days, I can turn it into a revenue generator for them so that they can now have a monetized podcast. It's completely transformational. But I'm not talking to you about how to make your audio quality sound better. I'm not talking to you about how to be a better interviewer. I'm not talking to you about any of those types of things, but I'm talking to you about what dollar amount do you want to make from your podcast so that it will transform your life? Do you want to leave your job and instead do podcasting full time? There are ways to do that. Now, if you go back and look at your marketing messages and what you're putting out there, Nine times out of 10, our first iteration of it turns out to be an improvement offer. And what I want you to do is go back and look at what you're saying you can do for people whenever you fill out that who do you serve and how do you serve them statement. What can you do for them that will be transformational? And maybe you need to shift some of your marketing messages. You know, you're not trying to make them a better piano player or a You're not trying to have them make their tomato plants produce more tomatoes, right? Maybe you're trying to make them something completely different that's transformational from what they're currently doing. What sort of transformations are you offering or could you offer? It takes a little more self-confidence to offer a transformational offer. But once you do it and once you begin to get results, it will be so good for you to see what you're doing for people and really understand the full scope of the transformation that you're offering. Many of you, you might be in a uh, situation where you you save marriages from the brink of divorce. You're just taking average marriage uh, marriages and making them better than average. Like that's not compelling. But if you have people that are walking away from marriages and you can transform them, I have a friend that's in the mastermind that She and her husband went through this exact same thing. She came home from work one day and he said he wanted a divorce and she was not ready to let go. And she was able to use the things that she had learned previously and transform her relationship, even though she was the only one doing all the work. And that's her pitch for what she does for people and their marriages. She can save your marriage, even if only one of you is willing to do the work. Now, that's the exact opposite of what everyone else says, right? What does everyone else say? Well, it takes two. It takes two to make it go wrong. It takes two to make it go right. So understand that being in control of a transformation in someone's life does require you to step up. But it also, let me just position it this way. If you know that what you teach and the frameworks that you can share with somebody and what you can do for them will transform their lives and you are not doing everything you can to put your offers out there, you are being selfish. 
oops, sorry if I stepped on your toes, but you're letting your ego get in the way or you're letting your money blocks get in the way and and you're letting other things about what people think about you and you're scared of what your listeners are going to do if you put out an offer that's a transformational offer. But if you know that you can transform someone's life, I know what podcasting can do. If you get an email from me, most of the time it ends because podcasting changes lives. I'm not here because podcasting can make your life better. Podcasting can change your life. You know why I know that? Because when I started podcasting, I was working a corporate job that sucked the soul out of me, making good money. What I thought six figures a year was great, but I was driving two hours each way to work every day. And my work day was four hours longer than everyone else that I worked with. And you know who paid for that? Nobody. I did. My family and my relationships are the ones that paid for that. My stress level and my health is the, is what paid for that. And because of podcasting, I now live on an island in a place where it's year-round summer, where I can go out any day of the week in my boat and go fishing, where I can jump in the water because I live right on the ocean. And Anytime I want to have access to the things that drive me, I'm a Pisces, right? So I need to be near the water. Because of that, I'm no longer getting up and driving two hours each way to go to work to a soul-sucking jog that doesn't really appreciate me anymore. At the same time, because of podcasting, I've been able to be over here in Hawaii for the last, well, since April, it's now August or heading into August. I've been able to be over here helping out a family member and providing support during a really, really difficult time. And so I can do these things and my life is completely transformed because of being able to monetize podcasting. Now, I know that there are plenty of other people that have transformational stories about what their podcast has done for them. But I also know that there are thousands upon thousands upon tens of thousands of people who started podcasting with a grand dream and they wanted it to do something for their lives, but they didn't engineer it and they didn't implement the frameworks to make that happen. And because of that, because they didn't get the results they wanted or they had expectations that were not realistic, they're no longer podcasting. You have to look at what you do for other people and figure out what transformation you can offer them. What can you help them improve in their lives, but in a transformational way? Like, what are you fixing for them so that no longer they have an average marriage, but they have an off the charts, make everyone else jealous marriage that will never, ever waver again? What do you need to do to go from improvement to transformation? Once you hone in on those words of transformation and the thoughts that people are going to need to visualize whenever they hear your offer and they can kind of future pace themselves into that transformed life, you have a much easier time of getting conversions because people are like, sign me up. You know, if I could charge you money today and guarantee that within 90 days from now, your podcast will be monetized, how many of you would raise your hand and say, sign me up for that? A lot of people would. That's the offer. Figure out what your transformation is and what your time frame for transformation is. Honestly, you need something that's 90 days or less. People need to start seeing changes happen within 90 days. You can't say, start this and I'll transform your life if you just lives if you just give me three years. 
not going to be compelling. People need to see a little more action on that. But that's just an aside from that. But I want you to go back and look at the language around what you're selling. Go back and look at the language around your offers. Anytime you're improving, anytime you're making something better, you're making it healthier, you're making it whatever that word is, if it is an improvement word, if it is a superlative or whatever, you're, you know, good, better, best, if you're, you're along those improvement lines, you're going to have a much harder time getting conversions. So go back and figure out your transformational offer. And then speak those words around it and eliminate the words that indicate it's an improvement offer. Because nobody wants to just improve. You know, you hear that old build a better mousetrap kind of thing. Well, like nobody cares if they have the best mousetrap in the world, if all of them kill the mice or or get rid of the mice anyway, right? They just want them out of their house. So how do you get rid of them out of your house? And you don't care what if you got the good, better or best mousetrap. It's the exact same thing that you want to stay away from when you're pitching. So I hope that you have been able to see whether your offer is a improvement offer or a transformation offer. And let me just say this, you have to explicitly spell out exactly what you want from your audience and what you want from your listeners. They're not going to read, be able to read your telepathic intentions. They're not. You've got to be overtly explicit, overtly straightforward in everything that you call on people to do because people are not going to pick up innuendo and you're going to have to say it multiple times before people will actually be compelled enough to take action. I hope this has given you something that you can go do and make some tweaks on and begin to see changes in your conversion rates and begin to think about everything that you're doing through the filter of transformation. Because that's where you will really find the sweet spot with what you're doing. If you need help with anything related to your podcast, you can find me at teampodcast.com. If you need somebody to deep dive into sort of looking at your podcast and seeing if you're optimized and you're all tuned up and ready to really turn up the heat on monetization, I offer a podcast tune up and you can simply go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. And that's where I'll go in the back end of your website and your RSS feed. Now look at all of the things that you're wanting to accomplish with your podcast. I'll listen to some shows, look at the technical back end, and then improve as much as we can the ability of your show to be discovered. Because many times people, they're missing out on discoverability because they're sending out the wrong messages with the names of their podcast and the the way they've got it set up in uh, their RSS feed and things like that. So I'll use my knowledge of working with over 250 podcasts over the course of my career doing this and really try to get yours optimized so that everyone that is in your target audience will be able to find you anywhere they're looking for podcasts. And uh, then we'll get you on the track to what are your first steps to Get more downloads, get more leads converting to your email list, and then get your next steps to monetization set up. So that's teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. I'm looking for action takers on that one because you've got to, doesn't do you any good to have the knowledge if you don't action on it. So thank you for spending time with me today. And I hope that you have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash 
podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.